Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Watch Movies, the podcast where we watch movies and TV shows and talk about them a lot. Uh, this is episode something, and I am your host, Elijah. With me, as always, is my friend Forrest. How are you today, Forrest? I'm pretty good. This is episode 10. Uh-huh, yes. Episode nice. 10. And today, we are going to finish our ranking of all the Avatar episodes. We made it uh, to we made it through just about the bottom 40 last time. We're going to do the top 20, and it'll be a lot of fun. It won't be as long as last time, uh, hopefully. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it'll be great. And then joining us today, we have our first special guest is my own blood, my younger brother. Wow. Ethan. That. How are you talking? Yeah, there he is. <laughs> uh, you may now speak. Yeah, very glad to be here. I know I have the best list out of all of this. Um, so mm. might as well just yes. ignore your guys' rankings. Immediately Objectively, into a competition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, some stuff to get out of the way. Before we begin, we have an Instagram that Forrest runs. He does a good job most of the time. And it is wow. at We Watch Movies Podcast. So check that one out. Do we have any no followers? I don't. We have followers, yeah. That's cool. I, I kind of went, I kind of went silent this week because it's been three weeks of nonstop Avatar posting, and you kind of run out of material eventually. So, wow. Yeah, we're we're still talking about Avatar. It's, yeah, it's yeah. still happening. And then next week, and we promise, we we promise we will do rom coms next week. Said the liar. Not Ethan. Ethan, you want to join us for that one too? <laughs> You're not yeah. even going to listen to that one, are you? No, we'll see. <laughs> I don't even know Ethan listened. So. He doesn't usually, I don't think. I've, I've done a couple I don't think moments. Ethan knows who I am. Okay. Um, okay. Did we if, give the Instagram handle? Yeah, at We Watch Movies Podcast. I said that already. There we go. I was just checking. Let's yeah. just double check. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Let's jump right in, I think. This is supposed to be a mini episode. We'll see how that ends up going. And yeah. Uh, Spoiler. If you, <laughs> if you guys don't mind, I'll start us off. I will take we that as you don't mind. We should uh, throw up a spoiler alert first. Oh yeah, spoilers for all of Avatar, every episode, especially the ending, because the ending episodes are really good, and we'll probably all be on our top 20. Yes. Unless I Ethan's really so. weird or something, and has the Great Divide. Uh, that was number one. bottom the ranking. Great <laughs> yeah. Where did you have uh, the, the Waterbending Master, Ethan? I had the Waterbending Master... Uh, at number 42 okay that's acceptable <laughs> acceptable yeah yeah uh starting right off here my number 20 is season one episode 16 the deserter it Ooh. is the first uh, time jong jong 
Yes, we get Jong Jong. Jong Jong is awesome. Member of the White Lotus, as revealed later, uh, and it's the first time Aang interacts with firebending himself, and it is such a good exploration of what firebending is and what it isn't. And I love. It's sad, but I love the scene where he burns Katara because he learns a valuable lesson there, and it gives him a reason to fear fire for two and a half more seasons. I can't remember if it's something we discussed on the podcast or not, but I told you that when I watched that the first time, I thought that whole sequence was a dream because yeah. the way it's shot, it all seems very dreamlike. And I think there's some slow motion and I was like, Oh no, this can't be happening. And then you realize that it is happening and it's, it, it's just a killer blow. You feel horrible for ang in that moment yeah and yeah you just really see the destructive power of a fire in that instance yeah definitely a, a great episode um i didn't have it in my top 20 but the the um the last uh fight with uh whatever his name is is Zhao. yeah commander Zhao. uh really awesome sequence and like you guys said just the destructive power of fire. Yeah, I actually really like Sokka's reaction to it. He immediately goes into overprotective brother mode. <laughs> you burnt my sister. And suddenly, Aang feels alienated. Yep. And it's pretty sad. But we do get yeah, Jong Jong. We do get Jong Jong. I do love that that final battle Ethan mentioned where Aang doesn't throw a single punch and lets the destructive power of Zhao's fire to defeat him. Yeah, it's I, so cool. I also love when um, Roku comes out in Zhang Zhang's yeah. tent. Yes, really awesome. That part's awesome. Zhang Zhang won't listen to twelve-year-old Avatar, but will listen to very old Avatar. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Forrest, why don't you hit us with your twenty? It is my number twenty is book two, chapter nine bitter work Ooh. this episode I, I bumped up into my top 20 after my second watch of it I just I, I love the the contrast of both the bending and Zuko trying to learn fire bending and where Aang is trying to be more forceful to master the earth bending. Iroh is trying to teach Zuko to be more calm and focused to master the lightning. So I, I like that contrast. And then the whole side thing with Sokka and Fufu Cuddly Poops is hilarious. It's one, That's of, one of the best favorite. comedic comedic sequences in the show. <laughs> Absolutely. And then yeah, it's it's just a great episode. I know you love it, Elijah. I do. We'll get to it soon. Sweet. Thoughts, Ethan? Um, fantastic episode. I love uh, Zuko and Iroh in the lightning stuff mm -hmm. um, in the final scene with Zuko in the storm. You've uh, never held back before. Yeah, just <laughs> tugs at your heart a little bit. Yeah, I love Iroh's explanation of the four elements while he's drawing in the sand. I think that's really cool yeah. world building, really interesting. Yeah. How he uh, adapted water tribe techniques to create the lightning redirection. My favorite moment of 
that ep- well i don't it's one of my favorite moments of the episode is where zuko is trying to convince iroh to continue to train him because he needs to take azula down and he says something to the effect of i know you you're you're gonna tell me i should you know make peace with her but and he's like no she's crazy she has to go down yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> even he understands that azula's nuts <laughs> oh yeah Uh, What's your number 20, Ethan? My number 20 is book three, chapter five, The Beach. This is one that I originally had a lot lower, but the more I thought about it, it just kept going up and up. Um, It's a bit of an odd episode and doesn't have a lot of story building in it, but just that last, the last eight minutes with Zuko uh, wandering on the beach, going to his old house, and then the final scene with them around the campfire is just amazing to me. And Zuko's finally starting to come to the end of his arc. Um, and when he just puts the huge fire pillar up and the violins music starts playing, it's just a really emotional moment. Yeah. He finally understands that he's angry at himself because he betrayed Iroh and he does, he doesn't belong on the side he's on yeah it's very satisfying also i love getting backstory on may and tylee hmm. yeah i was uh watching through book two recently and at one point i think it's in the drill Sokka calls tylee a circus freak and so i didn't realize that that was something the series a, a slur they were using against her in the series and so when zuko calls her a circus freak it's understandable her reaction because it's something that's been ongoing yeah yeah it's a great one uh my number 19 is oh gosh scroll book two chapter 14 city of walls and secrets the beginning of my favorite arc in the whole show which is the bossing say arc. Uh, it's just it's really hard to beat the bossing say arc. Yeah. It's just creepy. Like it's, we're so used to the fire nation being the enemy and the earth kingdom being a haven. And it's feels so bizarre to see the earth kingdom as an enemy and it makes nowhere feel safe. Long Fang is the worst. The Dai Li, while really cool are the worst and judy is is terrifying yeah it's really messed up the whole brainwashing thing there is no war in bossing say yeah definitely a creepy one creeped out yeah yeah i love um tough constantly wanting to get out of bossing say as well that happens more over the whole arc but she just hates it there it's funny Give it a few days. You'll want to leave too. Great line. Do we see we see Bosco in this one too? Bosco's the That's best right. character. <laughs> yes, he is. Bosco the platypus bear. Just the no, bear. Surely you mean armadillo bear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this place is weird. This place is weird. <laughs> uh, Forrest, this with your nineteen. <clears throat> Book three. Chapter 13, The Firebending Masters. 
Okay. Yeah. This is the first episode after the Western Air Temple, after they finally accepted Zuko into the group, and it's the first of the field trip episodes that Zuko goes on with several yep. members of Team Avatar, and he goes he goes to discover the secrets of firebending with Aang, and it's it's funny, compacted with. I think some interesting background into Iroh and we learn that the, they believe the dragons have been destroyed by the fire nation. And that's not the case. There are some left and those are the fire bending masters. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. I love seeing good Zuko. It felt so uh, cathartic. (laughs) It's so good. I use the word cathartic a lot. So sometimes I need to, find other synonyms but yeah it's an amazing episode one of my favorite lines of the entire episode is where they're in that temple area and all of the statues showing the the firebending forms and ang runs up to zuko and he's like zuko come here i want you to come dance with me (laughs) classic i love the part where they actually do the dragon dance with the dragons is one of my favorite scenes in the third season. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Great one. Great one. Um, my number 19 is book three, chapter one, the awakening. Ooh, the I, highest of all of us. Uh, I think coming off of the end of season two, which we will get to later. Um, it's, with a non-happy ending and everyone thinks the avatar is dead you can uh, really sense the struggle within ang and i'm finally accepting um at the end of the episode that it's better that the world thinks he's dead but the sequence with him riding um at night in the waves and going under the barricade and just that whole sequence i think is absolutely outstanding um, and then at the same time, uh, Zuko is beginning to, he re-enters the Fire Nation and is beginning to um, have that arc of regretting leaving his uncle. Yeah, I agree. It was my 22, so it's, I think it's a really underrated one. My favorite scene is actually Katara yelling at her dad. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. You like angry Katara. I like ang- I like when the characters are angry because we see a lot of them revealed, like a lot of their character revealed in that and what they care about. So, yeah, this is an episode that I I actually ranked pretty low in comparison, but I ranked it at forty five. But upon rewatch, I've watched it since last week. I realized that's one of the ones I would have definitely elevated a lot higher. Yeah. It's it's a really good episode. I love the uh, I love the part where Aang realizes he has hair. That's great. I love, <laughs> like Ethan said, him traveling across the sea on his glider, and it's having uh, that interaction with I think Roku and Ue, and yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's it's a great episode. And then him realizing that just because he's the Avatar, he doesn't have to face the Fire Nation alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number 18 is season one, episode 10, Forrest's favorite, Jet. Um, <laughs> it is one of the better standalone episodes, I think. And I love 
Jet's character. Uh, he's so interesting, and it's it's a different take on um, almost. It, he's a good foil to Katara because Katara's and Sokka's mother was killed. Jet's parents were killed by the Fire Nation, and Katara is choosing to do something good about it. Where Jet is very vengeful and hateful toward them, and trying to just hurt them, even if the even at the stake of innocent lives which is super dark for a kid's mm-hmm. show especially this early in season one the action is super cool and it's so satisfying when katara just water bends that dude to a tree <laughs> yeah it's it's a great episode i uh i also would elevate this one over the position 44 ironically enough wow <laughs> I know, right? I know. Wow. <laughs> like, this was fighting for top 10 most of the time for me. Judgment. <laughs> no, I liked it a lot. There were just other episodes I liked better. Okay. So. Okay. What do you think about it? Uh, we'll probably get to Jet with you, Ethan. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, my number 18 is also Jet. Oh, great. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I love the irony from the beginning when they're making fun of Sokka's instincts to how he's right about Jet the entire episode. And uh, the last fight between Aang and Jet is awesome. And the shot when uh, Longshot blows up the dam and uh, is it Sokka or someone is like, no. Um, And then it blows up and I think that's... I think it's Aang. Yeah, that's an awesome scene. Shout out to whoever yeah. thought of the name Smellerby. <laughs> Great name. Yeah, you mentioned you really like the the contrast between Katara and Jet in this episode. My favorite aspect of this episode is Sokka and his instincts, like Ethan mentioned, and then everyone kind of coming around to trusting his instincts a little bit more. Yeah, he really is the leader of the group. Yeah. Sokka's awesome. He is. What's your 18 first? My 18 is Sozin. Ooh, it is chapter three. No, book three, chapter 18. Sozin's Comet, The Phoenix King. It's the part one of the four book finale. You had this one, what, in your 30s or 20s? Uh, It was number 50. That's just wrong. Okay. Okay. Well, it's just set up. That's all it is. We can't always be right. If it was its own episode, it would really not do much. Water, earth, fire, wind, leaf, and sword. Fan and sword, <laughs> sorry. Fan and sword. No, it's, it's Suki. I think it's sweet. <laughs> no, I. I love that they're all lounging around, acting very nonchalant, like, oh, it's no big deal. And Zuko's like, what is going on with you guys? The comet is coming in two or three days. I can't remember which one it was. And and you're doing nothing. And they're like, oh, well, I guess we'll all wait. We're, we're just going to wait till after the comet. And he's, and he's like, you, 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 no, you don't understand. There is no after the They're going to destroy the Earth Kingdom. And yeah. That is, yeah, it's it's great. I love, I it's in that episode that Aang disappears and they search for him, right? 
Uh, they begin the research towards the end. Yeah, they begin. Yeah. And Toph, Toph wants to go on her adventure with Zuko. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love this episode. In hindsight, I should have put this one higher. Um, but I should have put it lower. Oh. Elijah, um, don't poison his mind. <laughs> um, the, they're just constantly painting the Fire Lord as this awful, horrible person who needs to die immediately. And the conflict within Aang on whether or not he can kill him, uh, I think is really cool to see. The, the only, I'm almost the only good part, but the best part, best thing to come out of this episode is Melon Lord. <laughs> um, I'm not tough. I, Melon Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, 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 there's this sequence where I think it's Katara or somebody comes out of the, house with a baby photo and they're like look it's baby Zuko and he was like no that's my father and it's immediately awkward and it's great yep. and then I think Zuko get into, gets into this argument with Aang and Zuko's like what are you going to do you know get him stuck and show him cute baby photos and he'll turn good and Aang's like do you think that'll, that'll work, work? <laughs> no it's a uh, great episode. It is. Yeah. But not that great. Um, <laughs> we are going to have to get a move on. We've gone through three episodes in 20 minutes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so let's let's keep the pace up. My number 17 is season three, episode five, The Beach. Wow. It's great. Uh, like Ethan mentioned before, it's just such a great moment for Zuko. I also think the episode is hilarious because Azula flirting is just a mood. <laughs> uh, but it's 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 fantastic. Agreed. Um, my number 17 is book three, chapter 12, The Western Air Temple. Um, just the one where Zuko joins the group. Um, Zuko here? Hi, Zuko here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the uh, proving his worth by taking down Sparky Sparky Boom Man um, and also Boomerang doing its job in that episode is awesome. Boomerang. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not really anything bad to say about it. It's a fantastic episode and Zuko finally coming to the good side is awesome. Yeah. My favorite part is when Zuko just yells, why am I so bad at being good? Mm. <laughs> that, that, I feel that one. He's trying so hard. I'll talk about it in a second here. Oh, yeah? Uh, yes. Was that a challenge? Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's what you think. Well, now that you say it, it sounded like that, but it wasn't. <laughs> All right. My number 17 is chap book two. Chapter two, the cave of two others. <laughs> wow, he loves I this, love episode. this episode. <laughs> I love it a lot. It is we know. hilarious. I love the. <laughs> I love the hippies. I love that they're or whatever they are, the gypsies, a traveling group, and I love that they come upon Team Avatar, and they're in the water, and they tell them about the secret tunnel. 
secret tunnel. Oh, it is amazing. And the, the scene where Aang is saying, Appa doesn't like to go underground and we have to do everything to make Appa the most comfortable. And then it flashes to the scene of him being attacked by the Fire Nation in the air and everything going horribly wrong. And then you see him coming back and they're like, secret tunnel it is. Oh, every every scene with Sokka in the tunnel is pure gold. It is amazing. I love the the bit of, uh, I was going to say budding romance, but the interactions between Katara and Aang, and she 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 brings up the the idea since it's you know the cave of two lovers maybe we should kiss and he was like oh no I what and she's like fine don't he's like no 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 I, I I'd rather kiss you than die and she gets all upset and he's like what I'm saying I'd rather kiss you than die that's a compliment it's, <laughs> it is first how many hilarious. times have you watched this episode just two. I somehow don't believe you. <laughs> it's a great episode. And it's you guys fun. have it criminally low. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I had it uh, down in the 50s. <laughs> Oof. I'm a little disappointed. Just a little. I mean, it doesn't really accomplish anything. Uh, but it is hilarious. That's all it has going for it. It's not the only thing it has going for it. Anyway... I'm going to move us on. My number 16 is book two, chapter nine, bitter work. Uh, like Ethan said before, it's the dynamic between, was it Ethan or Forrest? Which one of you had it earlier? Forrest. I, I had it earlier. Sorry. Like Forrest said, I love the dynamic mm-hmm. between Aang and Zuko and their training and the contrast there, I love Zuko just wanting the lightning to strike him. That feels very sad. And Fufu Cuddly Poops is maybe my best, my favorite comedic scene in the whole show. It's amazing. Yeah, great episode. Um, my 16 is book two, chapter 15, Tales of Bossing Say. I've seen so many YouTube videos about this and, and video essays and such. I just think it's vastly overrated in the grand scheme of the series. It's a fantastic episode um, and a definitely a different style. Um, but I don't think it's like the best in the series or anything. Um, but Iroh's tale just does it for me. Super emotional. Uh, losing his son in Bossing Say. Right, uh, the tales. Oh, gosh. Well, Iroh's number one, and then all of them just follow below that. So That was a really pitiful ranking. <laughs> I watched this episode uh, two days ago, and when I got to the Iroh episode, I was, I was genuinely tearing up at the ending of yeah, that tale. It'll do that to you. And I thought it was really, I think Zuko's tale is really bittersweet. If I had to rank them, it would be Zuko, Iroh, mm, probably Toph and Katara, then Sokka, then Aang. I might switch Sokka. You forgot Momo. Oh, Momo. Dang it. Yeah, that would be my third. So it would go Zuko, Iroh, Momo, Katara and Toph, Sokka and Aang. 
Gotcha. I would put Sokka above Katara and Toph because I love that might, Haiku battle. Yeah, I might switch those around. They're both a lot of fun, but I think Aang's is definitely the only filler episode that doesn't accomplish much. I agree. Yep. Go ahead, Forrest. 16, I believe we're on. Yeah, mine is book three, chapter 16, The Southern Raiders. This is an episode that when I started my ranking, I probably had it in the 30s and 40s. And that's a travesty. Well, I was just doing a general ranking. And then upon you talking about it nonstop, I decided to rewatch it again and realized, no, this is an amazing episode. Mm -hmm. Are you crazy, Forrest? (laughs) I'm glad you said that to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I really love the first five minutes of them ex- escaping the Western Air Temple and Azula, her comment about, isn't it obvious I'm about to become an only child? And that's awesome. Zuko saving them. But the obviously the highlight of the episode is Katara's vengeance quest. Yeah. And Angry it, Katara. <laughs> yeah. It's just absolutely wrecking yeah yeah the um i love the last scene where ang and zuko are talking and it's like violence is never the answer then what are you going to do when you face my father i think it's a really cool setup yeah also shout out to katara for being able to freeze rain in the air mm. yeah, she's kind of crazy powerful she's nuts also bloodbending that guy that's crazy. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that was a uh, bloodbending. Is a uh, I have a lot of thoughts about bloodbending, <laughs> especially after recent Korra episodes. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Ethan, yeah, that... if you remember things, don't spoil anything. Forrest is not done with season one yet. Okay. Yes, that's true. No spoilers. We don't know who Aman is yet. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Anyway. I think it's 15 for you, Elijah. Yeah, 15. Season 2, Episode 8, The Chase. Uh, This and Bitter Work are kind of interchangeable. I was going back and forth a lot. But this one, we get great. We get get the start of the feud between Katara and Toph, which is great. Resolved awesomely in the runaway. Um, We get just the constant tension and stress because of the exhaustion and the inability to sleep and then we get the ultimate western showdown at the end between Zuko, Azula and Aang and then the awesome cornering Azula and she hits Iroh and that's amazing and we get Iroh talking to Toph and that's amazing it's just an amazing episode full of amazing things and it's really good it's part of one of the best streaks of the show Mm -hmm. from the blind bandit through really all the way to the end of season two is just about perfect (laughs) yeah that book really hits its stride with the blind bandit and i I don't think it really slows down it does not yeah yeah i have to chase uh, a little higher up we'll get there i like it yeah yeah before you you go i love yes no sorry forrest you speak (laughs) No, I was saying, like you said, I love the the good, the bad, and the ugly showdown. It's it's, it's yeah. a great moment. It's awesome. 
Ethan, before you go with your 15, let's have Forrest do his 15 since you jumped ahead of him the past few times. <laughs> My number 15 is book three, chapter 12, The Western Air Temple. I just love that we finally got Zuko on the good side, right? I think, Elijah, this is something that you know, I was very much invested in, I'm, as I'm sure everyone was, in Zuko's redemption arc. I was absolutely devastated when he betrayed Iroh in Crossroads of Destiny. I was really, I hated every moment I saw of him interacting with the Fire Nation. It was just brutal. Him hiring Sparky Sparky Boom Man. You know, it's... Thank you for using his true name. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's it's true. Also, I love that Sokka references... Oh, wait. Uh, That's a Korra thing. Western Temple, it's awesome. We finally get good Zuko. (laughs) Zuko here is great. The the line about why am I so bad at being good. And yeah, it's awesome. It is awesome. It is. We've talked about this one three times now. Several times, yeah. Yeah. My 15, right? Yep, 15. All right. Mine is book two, chapter six, The Blind Bandit. Um, Toph coming into the series is awesome. The whole Sokka and Boulder obsession is hilarious. Um, Yes. I, I really, really love... Um, Toph and Aang's discussion they have outside their house. I think that's really cool. Um, but obviously, the final battle between Toph and literally everybody just she just destroys everyone, and it's, it's just the one of the coolest action scenes in the series. Absolutely, I'd put it even second behind the last Agni Kai. Yeah, um, great choice. Too low, but I'll accept it. <laughs> that episode, The Blind Bandit, really grew on me the second time I watched it. After I grew accustomed with Toph. Yes. <laughs> it took you a while to get on board with Toph, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, I did. Well, I was I I had conflicted feelings. <laughs> you did. I I understood that reference. Thank you. Um, I knew someone would. <laughs> My, just a disclaimer before I jump into number 14, my number 14 through, oh, probably number seven really are all interchangeable. It was agony trying to separate them out. This is the best I could do, but on any given day, any of these could be in any of the spots. My top six, I'm very solid on though. So here we go. Number 14, season three, episode 19. Sozin's Comet Part 2, The Old Masters. This episode is awesome because we get to see Kiyoshi again. (laughs) That was Kiyoshi. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Do we need another reason? That's the best reason. I just love, one of my favorite moments in the whole season is Kiyoshi basically saying, dude, just kill him. And Aang's like, I knew I shouldn't have asked Kiyoshi. (laughs) Uh, it's a point we made before. If if uh, Kyoshi was around when Sozin was trying to start up the war, there would never would have been a war. Yeah, Kyoshi would have ended that fool. 
<laughs> yes, quite literally. Um, but yeah, I love this episode because I love hearing about the old avatars. It's super cool to see them and get a little background on them. And of course, I mean, you get Zuko and Iroh. What yeah. more could you want? That's obviously the highlight. Oh, I was, I, I did shed a tear. Was <laughs> oh, for sure. Very emotional. Yeah. So it's, this one is the true part one of Sozin's Comet to me. <laughs> so you think we could just do away with the first one? T- no, I think you call it, I mean, it's, it's necessary, but it's not yeah. as special as this one. Anyway, Ethan, 14 or 14. I love that Zuko kept Iroh's sandal. My number <laughs> yeah. 14 is book three, chapter 21, Sozin's Comet, Avatar, Aang. Wow, uh, that's is... lower than I expected. Uh, yeah. It's, it's 15. I should put a disclaimer that I had 33 episodes i listed all the ones i thought could be top 10 episodes i think i listed 33 or 34 (laughs) that i had potentially as top 10 episodes and i think 15 to 20 of those could be number one so this is really high (laughs) in my opinion it's really high avataring is an opposite awesome episode we get the final the final fight of the agnikai i think mostly when zuko when Zuko's taken out of the fight and it's Azula versus Katara. And then we have yep. the, the final part of the Aang Ozai showdown. We have him go into the avatar state and just go all gangsta on him. It's grab, grab that awesome. Beard. Yeah. And then you, you see him, he, he's going to destroy him. Then he comes to his, you know, he comes back into his own state of mind and doesn't, violate his own values and principles and is able to take away bending which prior to that i didn't even know could happen and it yeah. was it was amazing and then we get the the final the final moment between katara and ang definitely so we can definitely know where that relationship is going and that's yeah. all i needed that feels good because i was very worried about that <laughs> i was worried Toph might slither her way in there somehow you're weird dude <laughs> I, it was the first two episodes, okay? I just wasn't sure. What's your number 14, Ethan? <laughs> uh, mine is also book three, chapter 19, Comet Part 2, The Old Masters. Hey, we've been nailing it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fantastic episode. Zuko and Iroh's reunion is awesome. Just the whole order of the White Lotus reunion. I think it's really cool to see all the old guys together. Um, it is awesome. And the uh, the ending shot with when it turn, uh, pans around Aang on the rock, uh, yeah. looking out towards the sun, I think is super awesome. That is an awesome shot. Forrest was the old masters. Have we gotten to that on your list yet? No. Okay. I couldn't yeah. remember. I thought we had maybe talked about it before, but I guess not. We did talk about it. No. No, we didn't talk about it. Okay, cool. I look forward to seeing where it is. I am surprised it's higher than Avatar Aang, but that's cool. Well, if I'm being honest, the whole finale, if we ranked it as one episode, it would have been one, if not at least yeah. top three. 
would have been I, one. I yeah. think it would have been one for every single person in the world if we ranked it as one episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. My number 13 is season two, uh, episode 17, Lake Lao Guy. Ooh. Very low. This one, this one, <laughs> oof. This one, <laughs> Same. <laughs> this one honestly grew on me. Before this rewatch, I really didn't remember it much. I didn't remember much about it, what happened in it. But it all the shenanigans below the lake are phenomenal. I love uh, Jet's return. I love his death. I know you got. I know a lot of people didn't think it was very clear, but I thought it was handled very tastefully, and I kind of got what was happening. And then the big thing is Zuko releasing Appa, which triggers his whole "I'm a nice, happy, smiley boy now" phase, um, which is weird, but also. A super important step for his character because he does something so against what he would normally do that it literally physically changes him and i think that's a huge step in the right direction for him it's awesome agreed also the judies that's scary stuff <laughs> yes it is now the one point you brought up i i agree with you i do think that jet was very tastefully done his death, uh, the only time I realized, because it is a bit unclear, and I love that they poke fun at that in the Ember Island Players episode. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's great. Also, I'm pretty sure Zuko didn't know that Jet died, so. <laughs> True. True. Yeah, it's great. I'll talk about it later. Sure yeah, same. <laughs> okay, All right. 13. My 13 is book two, chapter 14, The City of Walls and Secrets. We've already discussed this one a little bit. I just, it. I love the intrigue in this episode. You see them going around asking about Appa, accompanied by Judy, and with every interaction, Judy is behind them, basically, you know, warning, threatening whomever they're talking to to keep their mouth shut, and it is so creepy and disturbing you see them infiltrate the party and that whole interaction they all get captured by the Dai Li and that moment with Lung Fang and he reveals you know that you can't talk about the war it's just creepy and then he makes a threat if you ever want to see Appa again you'll keep your mouth shut basically and then Judy come back and bring them home and it's not judy it's someone else and it is so freaky it is awesome yeah who knew avatar was going to turn into a political thriller <laughs> it, it's great it's in my top 20 we'll see if ethan has it uh it is not in my top 20 yeah. wow but i'm uh, just kidding uh, <laughs> uh, my number 13 is book one chapter 13 the blue spirit I yes. think this is the first, with the exception of the storm, those two I kind of grouped together, but I think it's the really, really the first perfect episode in the series. Um, it's so much fun to watch the sequence with Aang trying to catch the frogs and the archers going after him is awesome. Um, but what is really amazing is Zuko 
coming to rescue him, even though we don't know Zuko yet, but that their whole escape sequence, and then when Zuko gets hit in the head by the arrow and his mask comes off, uh, and just the Aang's realization that, oh, crap, I got to get out of here, but I can't just leave him here to die. Um, and also the last scene with them talking in the slow-mo shot. Um, I think it's a, a good first step in their relationship, um, but just in general, an awesome episode. Yeah, that segues well into my number 12, which is also the blue spirit, so I'll just keep talking. Um, I love the only thing... To me, the latter half of this episode is what elevates it. The first half, while good setup and important for the story, can drag just a little, little bit. But uh, the escape is perfect avatar, perfect television, perfect visual storytelling, and it's thrilling. And to cap it off, you get the reveal, like you said, Ethan, which is amazing. So that's my number 12. Was your number 13, yeah? Yep. Cool. My number 12 is book three, chapter 11, the day of the black sun, the eclipse. This is an episode that originally I had in my top five. I really loved it specifically because of the Zuko Ozai conversation and this moment where Zuko is switching sides and you know, he gives he gives Ozai every thought he's ever had, basically, and tells him that he's going to go and free Iroh and help the Avatar. And I, I love it so much. I had it in my top five. I rewatched it, and I realized the best scene, while I love the infiltration of the uh, bunker and Toph, it, I realized that the best part is this interaction and without that interaction it would be a middling episode for me still great just the only thing that was elevating it for me was that interaction and so i couldn't justifiably keep it top five so i i I did bump it down a little bit i think that was wise it is in my top five (laughs) it's it's great but it really is like a hundred percent of that episode is just Zuko and Ozai. That, yeah. It's a moment. Black, the day of Black Sun was really one I was wishing we had lumped together as one episode, both parts, because it definitely, I definitely would have kept it top five if that were the case. Hmm. But yeah, it went against our rules, though. Yeah, stupid rules. Who needs them? Who needs them? What is your hey. number twelve, Ethan? My number 12 is book three, chapter 13, The Firebending Masters. Um, nice. Zuko's first field trip with Aang. Um, learning about the, uh, the history and the origins of firebending. I love the, the first dance scene. is hilarious. And also, obviously, the scene with the dragons. Um, and when they blast their fire around them. And Zuko's like, I understand. And I just think it's a super awesome moment. Mm-hmm. And right there, Aang just instantly lets out a fire blast. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> super awesome. It's awesome. Anything for us, or should I go right to 11? 
Now let's move on. Okay. <laughs> My number 11, and it pains me to have this outside of the top 10, but I couldn't squeak it in, uh, is season three, episode 16, The Southern Raiders. Angry Katara mm-hmm. is best Katara. She just goes ham on everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's one of the darker episodes. Maybe the dark. No, not the darkest. No, no, it's not the darkest. Thematically, it's maybe the darkest about vengeance and straight up murder. But um, it's really cool seeing what actually happened to Katara's mother on that day and how she sacrificed herself so Katara wouldn't be taken. Um, because saying she was the last waterbender when she was not. But it's really all about the bloodbending scene and the anger that that shows she's feeling and then the confrontation with the old man seeing that the man who killed her mother is just a pitiful, sad, pathetic, pathetic man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that we get the story of what happened that day at the yeah. Southern Water Tribe, retold from Sokka's perspective, Katara's perspective, and then finally the old man's perspective. It's it's a great reveal, and it feels fresh each time we go back. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Last thing episode. I'll say is... Uh, I love that Katara doesn't forgive him at the end. Like, obviously that's probably the right thing to do, but she still can't let that go, but she is able to forgive Zuko, which is the whole point. So that's good. The, um, the tent scene with Sokka (laughs) expecting Suki to come in. Hilarious. Legendary. Well, hello. The one problem I do have with this episode is that Katara makes a comment to Sokka saying, well, you didn't, speaking of their mother, well, you didn't love her like I did then because he wasn't as angry as she. And I don't know, that's that's such a hurtful, you know, comment. And then she, there's no, there's no resolve, resolution on it. And Sokka just lets it go. But you, it, it, everyone realized then how upset she was even to a point where it may have been a bit irrational and she was letting her anger seep out and affect others that were not responsible, such as Zuko or Sokka. Mm. I think that's kind of the point though. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was saying it, but it's okay. fine. I just, it's it seems like you were presenting that as a negative. Well, I was. And then as I was talking myself <laughs> through it, it made sense. So I was hoping you wouldn't notice, but I you don't have that luxury. <laughs> okay. My who's number, next? My, number 11. My number, yeah. My number 11. I, I just want to point out that number 11 was the hardest slot to fill mm-hmm. because trying, I've really wanted to squeeze everything into my top 10 is book three, chapter 19, Susan's comment, the old masters. It is a great episode. We've discussed it several times already i think and it's no it's just awesome i love them finding who is it june the bounty the tracker yeah yep. and she she brings back the same comment about katara being zuko's girlfriend and they're like both insulted this time uh but the, the best moment of the show um in the episode is iroh and zuko but i do love Kiyoshi. Yeah. She's just great. Kiyoshi comes back. That's important. Uh, 
Um, my number 11 is book two, chapter 13, The Drill. Um, Whoa. I'm assuming you guys had this much lower. I don't think either of us were expecting that. Um, I just think it's awesome as they haven't even gotten into bossing say yet. And already the fire nation is trying to take it down. Mm. I think the, the split action between Toph and the earthbenders on the ground and then on the inside is super awesome. And the final battle between Aang and Azula, I think it's one of the first fights you get to see Aang use earthbending to its, not its full power, but to an extent. One of them, yeah. Uh, mm. And I also think it's hilarious when the general's like, don't stop firing rocks down there. <laughs> and Aang's just like, uh, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, but that final moment when he blasts Azula off and then runs up the wall uh -huh. and just slams the spike into the drill is just yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I just thought of something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this was obvious. Maybe it wasn't, but I just thought of it. Aang and Sokka and Katara take the drill down from the inside, and that's kind of the whole thing. They make it collapse in on itself. And Azula yeah. learns from that. And that's how she takes down Ba Sing Se from the inside. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. I like it. That's good, right? Yeah. This is definitely an episode that I had ranked lower for whatever reason. I really enjoyed it when I watched it, but for whatever reason, I ranked it lower. And then I rewatched it this past week and I realized I ranked it way too low. It's a great episode. Yeah. I love their plan on the drill. I think it's very practical for the world. It's great. Yeah, I would put that one higher too if I redid it. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got 40 minutes to do our top 10. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Number 10 for me is season one, episode three, the most important episode in the show, in my opinion, The Southern Air Temple. Ooh, this, good is, this is where the show becomes the show. I, I, Ethan, think this is the first perfect episode. Okay. We get... Aang, and we get the gang discovering the Southern Air Temple. We get the tragedy of finding out what happened to the Airbenders. We get Angry Aang for the first second time, but it's it's hard to watch him get so angry about the loss of the people he loves. Seeing Gyatso's literal skeleton is pretty messed up. Um, we also get flashbacks to Gyatso. We get to see a little bit of Aang's life on the Air Temple, and then contrasting that, we get. Zuko and Zhao's Agni Kai, which is mm. awesome. And we get Zuko's, our first taste of Zuko's patented breakdance firebending, um, <laughs> which is so cool. And then we get Iroh's first, it's the first moment where Iroh's like, not just the funny uncle, um, him. Yeah. Like being, Zuko has more honor than you, even in defeat or whatever. Um, yeah. It's every single beat is perfect. There's no weak part. There's no boring part. Nothing drags it down. It's just, I think this is the episode that if I was watching this for the first time, I'd be like, oh, I understand it now. I, I get why everyone is all about this show. I think it's, it's the one that's great. I would agree that this is the first perfect, episode of the series but it is yeah it's 
everything you said is great. Yeah. yeah for sure. My, number 10 is book one, chapter 13, The Blue Spirit. We've already discussed it. Uh, the whole escape, the capture of Aang by Zhao and the the rescue attempt by the Blue Spirit slash Zuko is incredible. I love all of the action. It feels very fresh on rewatch. It's it doesn't it never feels drawn out. It's exciting. It, it keeps me engaged, which is it's a fine balancing act with any action. I think is keeping the audience engaged and excited, and this very dull. Okay, let's move on, sort of thing. And they capture the action extremely well. I love the reveal, as Ethan mentioned, of the fact that the blue spirit was Zuko. The first time I watched it, I had no inkling of a idea that that's who it was and it's a great reveal the moment in the forest where ang asks if you know a hundred years ago if they might have been friends and zuko's response is to blast fire at him it's just a great episode you're dang right <laughs> um my number 10 is book one chapters 19 and 20 the siege of the north um just Oof. an outstanding finale. Um, Good pick. I think Zuko's little side quest under and into the little oasis is really cool. And then him versus Katara twice. Well, not really twice, but um, their battles are awesome. I rise <laughs> with the sun. Yeah. When he um, said that, Jackie was like, oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then taking Aang up into the snowy place is super cool. But what takes it for me is just Avatar State Aang, Angry Aang, if we're calling him that. Um, Angry. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Just that massive thing he becomes and just destroys the entire Fire Nation fleet uh, is, I think, the first or one of the first uh, large-scale awesome action sequences uh really awesome and also uh Sokka and Yue's relationship I think is awesome yeah she turns into the moon mm. <laughs> it's rough buddy <laughs> um yeah it's I think the siege of the north is uh I think it's Good. the perfect I think it's the best whole episode in the show that's what i'll say okay that was very mysterious and vague i'm sorry i'll get to it (laughs) um forrest you did your number 10 yeah blue spirit yeah my number nine is season one episode uh 12 the storm like ethan said well, he thinks it's the first perfect episode. I think it's the second perfect episode. Um, it's the first backstory. It's the first truly dedicated backstory episode where we get both Aang backstory and Zuko backstory. And we fully start to understand Zuko as a character. We fully start to, like, the Southern Air Temple starts you, helps you start thinking Zuko might not be the worst um, after he fights Zhao. But this one is like, oh, it actually turns him into a sympathetic villain and you can understand why he is the way that he is, which is really important. And we understand Aang's motivation and his fears and why he doesn't, didn't want to be the avatar. It's 
super important for the whole show. Uh, one of the best of season one. I think I actually have it as the second best of season one overall. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think it serves as really the launching point for the rest of the series when it really stops becoming a kid show. Um, and also the um, the last part uh, with when the Fire Nation goes in the eye of the storm and when Aang is like, nah, I'm not going to drown in ice again and just gets them all out. Really awesome action sequence. Mm-hmm. Episode also has Jackie's favorite comedic line in the whole thing, in the whole series, which is, <laughs> um, "I'm too young to die. I'm not, but I still don't wanna." <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a great episode that I will talk here in a moment. But my number nine is book two, chapter seven, Zuko. This is is this? I think this is one of the few episodes where doesn't show up at all it's uh, nobody except zuko and yeah, flashback is well. zuko alone yeah it's zuko alone no it's great it's very fistful of dollars like it's zuko walking into this town you know traveling into this town he's the unknown stranger and he basically overthrows all the corruption very you know very spaghetti westernish but the core of this story like any good Western is the personal story it tells and you get more of Zuko's backstory. You get his interaction with the earthbending family. You have this awesome battle at the end and this killer moment where you find, he finally realizes what other people think of him. And despite the fact that he just saved this boy's life, they all hate him because he is the fire prince. One of the saddest episodes, but also one of the most important. Yeah. Yep. It's just so very tightly done as well. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a little low, but. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ethan. Um, my number nine is book three, chapters 14 and 15, The Boiling Rock. I just, there was always something about this episode that I absolutely loved. Um, the famous line, my first girlfriend turned into the moon. That's rough, rough, buddy. buddy. Um, I think the the comedic relief is hilarious. I also love um, when when they pose as guards and Sokka can go in and get Suki out. Um, when Sokka's dad comes off the gondola, and the whole last sequence with the riot and taking the warden prisoner. And then the battle with the girls, I think, is just super, super well done. And I think it's an awesome, awesome episode in general. Yeah. I would probably put that one a little higher if I did this again. I remember when we were younger, we'd watch this one all the time. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was younger, I'd watch it all the time, too. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Two weeks ago. <laughs> Two weeks younger. <laughs> Still younger. Um. My number eight now is season two, episode 11, The Desert. Wow. This one, yeah, surprised <laughs> me. On, on this rewatch, it really got me. Um, 
some of the best comedy in the show balanced with some of the best drama in the show. We get cactus juice and we get missing Appa. And I think I won't spend forever on it, but the last, the confrontation with the sandbenders at the end is one of the most heartbreaking moments in the show where Aang just loses control kind of like he did at the Southern air temple and goes into the avatar state. And I love how Katara calms him down and just how kind of, sorrowful and sad she looks while doing it seeing him so angry it hits you in the feels yeah uh the the shot where Katar grabs his hand and then he, and his head just turns like yeah. i feel scared and i just feel sad at the same time yep a whole mix of emotions and you get cactus juice so what more could you ever want <laughs> friendly mushroom <laughs> Yeah, Next. when I was watching, when oh. I was watching through, I'm not surprised it's your time because when I was watching through and I got to the library, both you and my cousin were nonstop talking. Oh, you're not ready for the next episode. It's great. It's amazing. And I was, yeah, all right, <laughs> okay. It's a good episode. I love it. Mm-hmm. Also, my one final point, if mm-hmm. I could, about that: the teaser about the lion turtle in the book. Yep. that comes back in the last episode is awesome. Yeah. Fun fact in Sokka's master in the weapon shop they're in, there's a statue of a lion turtle. Oh. Hey, did not know that. Yeah. Number eight, chapter, uh, book three, chapter five, the beach. Mm. Nice. This is, this one surprised me because this is the only one that after watching it, I did not like the first time. Uh, I was yeah. uh, was very upset, as Elijah knows, mainly because he was interact. He was going on vacation while Iroh was sitting in prison, getting buff. It, it, yeah, I just had a lot of conflicting emotions. But after I rewatched it the second time, I realized that this is one of the best episodes. I loved Azula trying to act like a normal teen, being absolutely dreadful in social situations. <laughs> I love when they do the beach volleyball game and they win and she's like, we have beaten you for all time. And then obviously the best part of the episode is the fireside chat where they all open up and they even get May and Azula to open up a little bit and they're all pressuring him. Why are you so angry? Zuko. And he just explodes, you know, who are you angry at? And he just explodes at myself and I realized that Zuko was also angry at him just as much as I was angry at him for betraying Iroh. And it was a good moment. And it was the turning point for him where he f- was started moving on the path to redemption. So I love the episode. It's yes. just funny. It yes, is. for sure. Uh, my number eight is book two, chapter eight, the chase. We've already talked about it, but the, the final uh, battle uh, with Azula, Aang, and Zuko is amazing, perfectly done. And then the final moment when everyone just blasts Azula. Realistically, I still don't see how she got out, but it was still an awesome moment. Um, <laughs> and I think I also love the shot when uh, Zuko is following the tracks on his little thing, whatever that is. And uh, He's just tra- tracking Azula, and he'll show up later. I think it's yeah, awesome episode. 
That's great. My number seven is season three, episode eight, The Puppet Master. Ooh, wow. It's straight up a horror episode. <laughs> and I just, you never forget that Dutch angle close up of Hama saying blood bending. <laughs> it's chilling. And the the fight at the end where Katara is forced to use it is terrifying. It's there's there's nothing wrong with this episode. It's the perfect build up, the perfect foreshadowing with the voices under the mountain, even the setup for a horror episode of the scary stories at the beginning, and the reveal of Hama being Southern Water Tribe, being Bloodbender. It's introduces the dark. This is the darkest episode <laughs> for sure. Yeah, introduces. Like, how did they get this on Nickelodeon? <laughs> how did they go to the execs at Nick and were like, so we got this idea, bloodbending, and they were like, yes, perfect. You can't have anyone die on screen, but like, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's the most metal episode. <laughs> it's awesome. I like it. Yeah, and the, I, uh, yeah. sorry. Uh, the when they're doing the flashbacks of Hama, the Easter egg of when the waterbenders put up the Fire Nation ship in ice yep. is the one that Katara and Aang went to in the second, first oh. or second episode. Uh, I think it's the very end of the first one. Yeah. I didn't notice that. That's a good, good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I like it. My number seven is book one, chapter 12, The Storm. I think it's marginally better than the blue spirit in part, because I think it from beginning to end, it's a much more consistent episode. I love, I love that we finally get flashbacks with Aang, but the highlights are with Zuko's flashbacks and Iroh telling the crew, the story of what happened and how he got banished and their realization that, the reason he got banished was because he cared about the soldiers, unlike some of the other generals and unlike his father. And seeing his crew have appreciation for him in that moment and him showing that in the storm where he's able to, where he rescues one of the, his uh, crewmen, them realizing that he, he cares as well. It's just a, that's one of the episodes where you flip from, thinking he's the straight up bad guy to really sympathizing with him and appreciating him as a character. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the flat, when they're doing the flashbacks of the Agni Kai, you don't mm -hmm. know it at the time, but Azula's sitting there next to Iroh and yeah. looking yep. pretty happy about the whole thing. I gotta <laughs> say, uh, yep. but just a cool Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. Obviously, I didn't notice the first time watching. But when I went back and rewatched, I was freaking out. I was like, "That's Azula! Holy crap!" Yeah, that, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, am I up? Yeah, number seven. Yes, uh, number seven, book two, chapter seventeen, Lake Laogai. Uh, mm. Talked about already. I think it's a vastly underrated episode. All the stuff below the lake is amazing. The action is awesome the brainwashing and obviously Zuko letting Appa go and 
what even further for me when he let go of the blue spirit mask at the end yeah um, like you said elijah something so against his previous nature that it physically changes him uh super cool moment for zuko for sure uh my number six is season two episode seven zuko alone mm. um, it doesn't get much better from a storytelling standpoint than this uh Really, it's the themes that matter here. Zuko finally seeing how the Fire Nation affects people, um, how other people view him as a monster and him owning that for just a second to save these people and then being turned, everyone turning their back on him just really feels like the epitome of Zuko's life, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Number six, book three, chapter six, The Avatar and the Fire Lord. Mm. This episode is just awesome. We get to see a backstory into both Roku and Sozin. It's an episode I didn't know we needed, and it so well seeing their relationship through the years. We get to see another avatar. We get to see that Sozin wasn't always a complete jerk, which is kind of yeah. Uh, it's more of Zuko moving on that path to redemption. We get Aang in the spirit world at the same time, learning from Roku, the same history. It's, it's, it's great. It's tragic at the end where Sozin betrays Roku and leaves him to die. The only thing I don't understand is if the island, the Volcano Island was already evacuated, why he, Roku thought he needed to stop the volcano still, but I don't quite understand that. It's still a great episode, regardless. His dragon protects him. Yeah, yeah that is. Yeah, that is emotional. Yeah. And, it, um, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, the moments when uh, the rest of Group Avatar is standing in front of Aang in the spirit world, yes. and they're like, "Do they have bathrooms in the spirit world?" <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely say they do not <laughs> yeah, it's a great episode yeah it is all right oh, the reveal that roku is zuko's great-grandfather is awesome i'll, yes. I'll leave it on that mm -hmm. yeah um my number six is book three chapter 10 day of black sun part one the invasion um Ooh. i think it's just awesome the build up to it uh, with Aang and Katara having a moment, I think is a really cool. And just the, the action is just awesome. And seeing everybody uh, that they've met in the past gather together. Um, and uh, Sokka's attempt at leading the, the kind of rally for the invasion is hilarious, but also kind of sad. Yeah. Hated Aang at first, but I grew to love him. <laughs> <laughs> he means the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we are on to top five. Let's blitz this. Here we go. Number five, Sozin's Comet Part 4, Avatar Aang. Wow. It's awesome. I mean, what are you going to say? You get to see Aang fully realize his Avatar potential and just 
I love that once he reaches the avatar state, Ozai doesn't even stand a chance. It's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Just annihilated. Seeing the four elements swirling around him is awesome. And then Katara taking down Azulo is one of the most creative and coolest takedowns in the whole show. Uh, the resolution's super satisfying. I love the painting at the end. It's super funny. It's mm-hmm. really, you couldn't ask for a better last episode. It's great. Agreed. My number five is from book three, chapters 14 and 15, The Boiling Rock. I love the interactions with Zuko and Sokka, them getting on the boiling rock, Zuko trusting Sokka to have a plan, and his plans not blowing up in his face for the first time. That's awesome. Him over being able to overcome adversity and still succeed is great. Them rescue and his father the highlight of this episode to me is when may betrays azula and said you miscalculated i love zuko more than i you and then azula goes to you know attack her and then tylee betrays her and that's really the down spiral of azula after that she just goes insane it is a great episode i love it it's really funny and it's I think their plan of escape is really practical. Suki and through the the riot to capture the the warden is awesome, mm-hmm. and shows how awesome she is because we don't get a lot of those moments. Yeah. Uh, all right, my number five is book two, chapter twenty, the crossroads of destiny. Good. Episode. Uh, the the action. And the emotion is just amazing. Uh, Katara and Zuko down in the prison, the crystal prison. I love that scene. Um, obviously, Zuko deciding to betray his uncle is very sad. But the, the main thing about this episode is that it was really bold to do, especially for a supposed kid's show, is to not have a happy ending and a, and a resolution. Yeah. Um, the, the Earth Kingdom has fallen. Uh, everyone thinks the avatar is dead and there's really just no hope left in the world. Uh, and it's just really, really sad. It is. And amazing. <laughs> yes. And I'll, one other thing, the, uh, I don't know if this was intentional, but the more I look at it in the final fight, everyone's participation in the fight is kind of reflective of where they are in their arcs where Aang is still the pacifist and on the defense. Katara's there supporting him and doing what she can to help. Uh, Azula's her tactical and annoying self, and Zuko's <laughs> just angrily blasting everything he sees. And I just, I I realized it after, but I don't know if it was intentional, but I think it It was it definitely works. intentional knowing this show. That's really cool. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think of that. Um. My number four is season two, episode six, The Blind Bandit. I don't think there's a more perfect character introduction in all the world than Toph's introduction in The Blind Bandit. Seeing this supposedly innocent little blind girl just annihilate everyone is so unexpected and so awesome. The visuals of her using her feet to bend are so cool. All the different moves she does, the final fight is one of my favorite scenes in the whole show. The boulder is hilarious. Sokka is hilarious. It's a perfect episode. 
I love Aang and Toph dynamic, how they really don't like each other at first. It's it's great. It is, yeah. Uh, I'll never forget the slow-mo shot of Toph dodging the rock like right in front of her eyes. Super cool. Toph is super cool. My number four is book three, chapter 20, Sozin's Comma, Into the Inferno. This is, yeah, I think it's the best of the finale. We get the beginning of the Agni Kai and the beginning of the Ozai Ang fight. We also get Suki Toph and Sokka on the airships, just taking him down like madmen. We see Toph, you know, take on this, uh, Metal shell, and just yeah, just go crazy. Awesome, space sword is gone. Unfortunately, that's sad. But it's yeah, it's 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 the best. the The visuals in the Agni Kai are incredible. Seeing Azula's blue fire and Zuko's orange fire just clash, collide. It's such. It really stands out on screen. It is beautiful. Love yes. this episode. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on four, correct? Yep, four. All right. Round number four is book three, chapter 11, uh, Day of Black Sun, part two, The Eclipse. Uh, we already talked about it, but Zuko's encounter with his father is just uh, phenomenal. And the moment when he just blasts him with lightning is just awesome. Yes. Um, and the, the culmination of Zuko's character arc, I think, is just, he's my favorite character. So naturally, I love this episode. Yeah. That moment also, was special. Uh, Sokka losing his cool with Azula when she brings up Suki. Yes. Yeah. That was that's good. Yeah. And the when Aang, Toph, and Sokka are coming back from that, um, the shot where it's like the slow-mo music, the close-up of Aang's face looking out at the warfare, I think is a really like gut-wrenching moment because like it's a 12 year old kid and he's trying to save the world yeah it's just kind of intimidating but awesome absolutely my number three is season two episode 20 the crossroads of destiny and we there's everyone knows how great this episode is all i will say is did you ever hear the story of why they call me the dragon of the West? <laughs> Literally yeah. fire bends tea from his mouth. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Great one. Yeah. Best. Well, I can't say best finale looking at my next two choices, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> my number three is book two, chapter 17, Lake Laogai. Nice. This episode is incredible. I love everything that goes on in the Daily hidden base beneath Laogai. Like you said before, the the moment where we see all the Judies, we get Zuko trying to capture Appa besides to free him. And as Ethan mentioned, him letting go of the blue spirit this confliction of who he thinks he is and what he actually is. And it literally causes him to be 
be sick. It's a great episode. We get the death of Jet. We get brainwashed Jet. We get Katara being angry at Jet, which is always, you know, angry. Katara is awesome. Yeah, it's just when I watched it, I knew up to that point it was it was one of my favorite episodes. It is phenomenal. I love this episode. Yeah, on rewatch, I put it a lot higher. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, my number three is book two, chapter seven, Zuko Alone. Um, you guys really said everything there is to say in terms of storytelling. It's amazing. Um, in the middle of Zuko's character arc, trying to find out who he is, but also finding out that the world just hates him, um, even though he hasn't necessarily done anything horrid to the world. Um, just a really emotional episode and the ending scene with the fire bending from the swords is awesome. Yeah. That shot yeah. when he stands up and fires. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number two, number two, it was almost number one, but it wasn't in the end season one episodes, 19 and 20, the siege of the North. Uh, I think as a whole entire episode arc, this is the best in the show. I love seeing the spirit world that like just everything about it is perfect. UA and Sokka, the plan with the stupid guy, the UA's fiance or whatever. He's the worst. Um, that's funny, but also Sokka gets to protect UA and just everything in the spirit portal and the spirit world is amazing. The, when everything goes red and or black and white, how awesome is that? We get to see Zuko and Zhao fight. We get Aang combining with the ocean spirit. It, that shot where he kind of gets sucked into the spirit pool. That's awesome. And yeah. It's a pitch perfect 40 minutes. Like It's flawless. For, for sure. Yeah, my... Number two is also the Siege of North. I love this episode so much. I rewatched it the other day. So many things stood out to me. Specifically, the one of the greatest shots, I think, of the entire show is when the black snow begins to fall and Sokka knows exactly what it is immediately. And you just know that impending doom is coming. It's incredible. I love that Zuko, he goes off on his little mission. As Ethan said, it's awesome. Him using his fire breathing to melt through the ice and attacking Katara. I love Aang's adventure into the spirit world to find Ko. Ko is creepy and amazing. He, side note, did you know that the, the guy who voices the guru monkey is Mark Hamill? Fun little cameo there. He also voices. He also voices Fire Lord. Yeah. You want to jump on? (laughs) Ozai. He he also voices Fire Lord Ozai. But I thought that was an interesting thing to note. Yeah, I didn't know he was the The, monkey. (laughs) Yeah, the ocean spirit and Ang combining to attack. It's just awesome. I love everything about this. The ocean spirit consuming Zhao is so insanely dark. It is just. It's a great episode. I love it. It is a perfect ending to book one. Definitely agree. Uh, My number two is book three, chapter 21, Sozin's Comet, part four, Avatar Aang. Uh, 
it's really just everything you could ask for from a finale. Um, the ending of Aang versus Ozai, and in the end, finding another way to defeat him than killing him. Um, it's just amazing. The the last shot in the tea shop, um, and when Zuko and Aang go out in front of the crowd, it's just awesome to see all four nations there, like combined. Um, just really everything you could want from a last episode. All one airbenders. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, my number one, the big finale. Well, the big finale of our list. I'm guessing it's the same as someone else's here. Um, <laughs> season three, episode 20, Sozin's Comet Part 3, Into the Inferno. It's always been my favorite, kind of undisputed. Let me just give you a rundown here. We get Mechatoff. We get The Last Agni Kai, which is the most stunning scene and sequence in any TV show I've ever seen. We get Aang versus Ozai, part one, which is more creative than part two because it's more evenly matched. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we get the old masters, not the old masters, the White Lotus, sieging Bossing Say. We get Iroh taking it back as a conqueror yes but retaking it he's not um, he's freeing the city he's freeing the city that's what i'm looking for every just it's riveting the whole thing it's perfect love it love it love it love it no great episode i love it my number one book one chapter 11 the great divide amazing episode (laughs) (laughs) love it a bit he always uh, does something like this (laughs) I'd be disappointed if I didn't. (laughs) Book two, chapter 20, The Crossroads of Destiny. This episode is phenomenal. We've already discussed it several times, but I just love from start to finish his, yeah, it's, (laughs) it's incredible. I love Zuko and Katara in the Crystal Cavern, that intimate moment and her really having a glimpse and understanding who Zuko really is just makes his betrayal all the more bitter. Aang and Iroh, them having really their only real conversation of the whole show. And it, it it's one of my favorite moments. We get Bosco being rescued. That's awesome. When Toph and Sokka, you know, go into the throne room and rescue Bosco and Ty Lee gets caught, caught and Mage just like, take him, whatever. I don't care. And we have that awesome fight against Azula and, and Zuko. Like Ethan mentioned, it's great that they all, you know, for conform to these roles that they've established. And yeah, it's amazing. I, Aang going into the Avatar state and Azula zapping him. I didn't know that was possible. Iroh fending them, everyone off at the end there. It's so that Katara can escape. It's it's incredible. And Katara bringing Aang back is, yeah, it's, it's a great episode. It definitely is. One might um, even call it your favorite. You could say that, or it, it's up there with the Great Divide. True. Go ahead, Ethan. <laughs> uh, my number one favorite is book three, chapter 20. So I was in the comet part three into the Inferno. 
Uh, Elijah pretty much gave the full rundown, but uh, something I was, I rewatched it last night and I was just amazed at the sheer scale of the fire bending. The animation quality uh, is just amazing. And I loved the shot when the five Fire Nation guys shoot their massive blasts and Toph is like, that's a lot of fire, isn't it? And yeah. it's just like, you definitely, you get the feeling that the Fire Nation could take over the world. Um, but other than that, Azula's descent into insanity, uh, the vision of her mother is amazing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. That part's amazing. Um, she does not go gracefully. <laughs> definitely not. Um, the Order of the White Lotus action is super awesome. Iroh's massive ball of fire just blasting the wall down. Um, and then what I call the airship slice scene. Um, <laughs> it's just awesome. Aang versus I part one. And then obviously the greatest scene in the series by far, one of my favorite scenes in all of entertainment is the final Agni Kai. Beautiful, uh, tugging at your heart the whole time and just amazing. It's interesting how you guys have very sympathetic lists. I guess it benefits from watching this series together. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all had Siege of the North in our top 10. We all had Crossroads in our top 10. We also had all had Zuko alone and the last two Sosan's Comet episodes in our top 10. Mm-hmm. The Storm, I think, as well. Uh, I had The Storm, I admit, poorly rated. Uh, <laughs> it, it should be higher. <laughs> yep. Ethan, before we uh, wrap up here, how would you rank the books one through three? I would rank book three, two, and then one. I'm mm. the biggest fan of book three. I love Zuko's character. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. I tend to agree with you. Yeah, that two, three, one. <laughs> okay. Um, also, one thing from the first part that I disagree with: you guys rated Bato of the Water Tribe way too harshly. Uh, that final fight is just awesome. Straight up, Ethan. I've been thinking about it, and I decided. Well, yeah, it, it, I, I decided that I was correct, and that it is my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I re- all, all right then. I rewatched it, and I decided that I definitely ranked it too low. So yeah, I had it thirty-six. I definitely would have bumped it up. It's so yeah, annoying. That's, that's probably the area where I would have ranked it. I love June and them tracking down Team Avatar. It's great. It's a great episode. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna wrap it up for us today. Next week we'll be back with rom-coms. Finally, we promise for real. <laughs> we'll be watching the Netflix original "Always Be My Maybe" and the Will Smith rom-com Hitch, and then we'll be talking and about La La Land in the second segment. Yes, we will. Heck yeah, we will. I'm so excited for that. So yeah, this is the end of our little Avatar side quest here. We had a lot of fun. It's my favorite show of all time. It's just my... watch it if you haven't, even though if you made it this far, you've had it very much spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, any final words from either of you? Well, it's definitely my, it's tied for my favorite show of all time. It is amazing. I didn't expect to love it as much as I do. It's yeah. Thank you again for nagging me for two years about the show. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. 
Number three, borderline number two for me. Amazing show. Nothing animated will ever beat it. So just watch it. Yeah. It's a great okay. show. I've been Elijah. They have been Ethan and Forrest. Forrest and Ethan. Probably Forrest and Ethan. <laughs> You've been beautiful. This has been We, have, we Watch Movies. And we'll see you next time.